I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. G'day there, guys. Marky here, and welcome back to another episode of r slash relationship advice. Now, if you love this bloody good content, I want you to sit back, relax, chuck a prawn to the barbie, and let's get right into it. I, female 18, am dating a guy, male 21, that seems really nice, but watches male motivation influences. So last week, I went on a date with a guy that I met on Tinder. For our first date, we went to have dinner, and it went great. He was funny, dressed up really nicely, has this beautiful smile, and paid for everything. After that, he drove me home in his car, and we arranged another date. I wanted to meet him again as soon as possible. Four days forward, and the second date is going really well, as expected. But after a while, we somehow get onto the topic of influences we like to watch when he tells me that he enjoys watching people like Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, Sneeko, and all these other male motivation influences. These are the only ones that I knew, but he probably named more. He also said that he watches Andrew Tate content on TikTok because it's funny. Really? You think misogyny's funny? My heart sunk when I heard these names, and my face was visibly disgusted. He asked me if anything was wrong, but I pretended everything was fine, and I changed the subject, although for the rest of the date I had this really uncomfortable feeling in my stomach, and I just wanted to leave. He seems like a great guy, but I'm skeptical of how he's going to act down the line if we're in a relationship while he's listening to these influences daily. I've arranged another date with him in two weeks, but I'm confused at this point what to do. What do you guys think I should do? Am I over-exaggerating, or is this a bullet I should dodge? If it were me OP, I would just make up an excuse and say, hey, you're a great guy, but I'm really not feeling it with you. I had a lot of fun over our last two dates, but I don't wish to continue further with this. And leave it at that, because to me, that seems like a deal-breaker. And it's completely okay for you to do that, there is nothing wrong with that, more power to you. Now in the comments, You are literally going on a few dates with someone who has different values and beliefs. Just say that you aren't interested, wish him well, and move on with your life. I think this is the answer. Incompatible values are some of the hardest things to overcome. I don't know any of those guys except Joe Rogan and Andrew Tate. Joe Rogan, I can tolerate as long as they're not idolizing him, but Andrew Tate? Red flags. Run away. He is outwardly outspoken about how he sees women as possessions and is involved in human trafficking. He's disgusting. Yeah, plus the fact that he's very open about the fact that he moved to Romania because he can get away with basically everything. I'm Romanian, and the laws aren't the strictest, but his reasoning is so screwed up. Moreover, misogyny is so tolerated and promoted in Eastern European countries, and the fact that he moved to one speaks volumes about how serious he is in his content. You have two options. A. Call it off now so you don't waste any more time. B. Bring it up on the third date to see what he has to say. If you don't care that much, choose A. If you want to give him a chance to explain himself, choose B. Sometimes giving people the benefit of the doubt and having a chat about it allows that person to say what you want to hear. 
He will likely weasel his way out of it and chalk it up to the content being cringy, and that's why he watches it. It's a huge red flag, and it would make me steer clear of him. Don't go on the third date. Consider yourself lucky that he told you who he regards as role models so early on, and that you're able to make a decision before he sucks you into a relationship. Or worse, gets you in the sack, and then ghosts you. If he watches anything Andrew Tate puts out there, you best believe he has zero respect for women. And now, on to the update. Hey everyone, my last post kinda blew up. Thanks for all the advice. Unfortunately, it was deleted for some reasons related to reaching the max amount of comments. Anyway, I decided to call him a few days ago to talk, and made it very clear to him that it makes me very uncomfortable that he listens to these kinds of influences, and that he should stop watching them if he wants to have a relationship with me in the future. He then proceeded to say that this is insanity, that I am overreacting, that I'm acting exactly like those women that these influencers are making fun of, and that I should not be demanding this type of stuff this early on, while bringing nothing to the table. After that, we argued for a bit, and he ended the call by saying he's glad that he dodged this bullet. I blocked him after that, and we haven't spoken since. He somehow made me feel like I'm the asshole in this situation, but I know that what I asked of him was not anything weird or shallow. I'm so confused at this point. What do you guys think? Anyway, that was my update. If you still have any questions or advice, feel free to leave a comment. Now in the comments... Girl, all you did was reinforce what these people are telling him. I'm glad you ended it, but demanding things like that wasn't the way to go about it. Giving a guy an ultimatum after the second date is kind of insane. You can reinforce your boundaries and not deal with it without going off like that. I don't want to go on another date, we are incompatible. That is all you had to do. If he wanted more explanation, just say, I don't agree with those influences. They make me uncomfortable, and I don't think our values will line up. You did come off kind of crazy with how you did it. He wasn't wrong in pointing out that he dodged a bullet. You've got some growing up to do. You can't control people. I got hit on recently by a guy who told me he saves lives as a motivational coach for men with social anxiety. He was hitting all the social cues. Flattering, intense eye contact, casual, non-offensive shoulder touches, and I was expecting a carload of his students to be following us. It was a bit funny, as he was basically chasing me along as I walked to an appointment, but I'm glad that I had an office to duck into and not my home. Motivational coach for men with social anxiety? Translation, he's a pickup artist coach. Anyone that can actually help me with social anxiety would be called a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. A note for the younger people, if someone shows red flags on the second date, just dump them. Don't stress yourself out. Hell, keep that idea for at least the first six months if the red flags are this red. At least. I promise you, that person isn't your soulmate if you have to say some crap like this. Just dump them. A second date isn't the time to be like, uh, but I liked him so much. Okay, liked is the key word there. Not everyone deserves a second chance, and not every potential relationship deserves effort. It is more often better to just cut your losses. My husband isn't a perfect man, but he wasn't tossing out red flags. If they are, just run. Don't get caught in the sunken cost fallacy or the toxically optimistic, but I could change them mentality. Just run. You'll be happier, and it's better to be happy alone than miserable with some douche. Our next post is titled, 
Am I the asshole for being upset that my wealthy boyfriend got me a cheap gift? So my 21 female boyfriend, 21 male, comes from a wealthy family, and I'm from a middle-class family. His family went on a cruise, and all the siblings and their significant others came along. I was happy to be there, and very grateful that his parents invited me. At one point, everyone was sitting down together, and my boyfriend started bringing out gifts. His parents and siblings and their significant others got things like watches, dresses, fine wines, and other very clearly expensive things. When he got to me, he gave me one of those plastic bracelets with their company name on it. You can get those at the company's main headquarters for free. I was a little taken aback and a little embarrassed, but didn't want to be rude. Everyone was kind of looking at me in a way that they were both amused and also pitiful. I didn't want to complain, so I said thanks and I moved on. When we got outside, I asked my boyfriend what that was about, and he told me to be grateful and stop complaining because he always gets me nice gifts, which is true. I just stopped pushing it because I feel like I was being selfish there, and he did have a point. I feel like what he did was very degrading. He could have gotten me no gift at all, and that would have been less humiliating. I feel like trash for feeling this way, but he's always been mindful, and I don't understand why he did that. It made me feel cheap in front of everyone. I don't know, am I the asshole for feeling this way and even bringing it up? Edit, to address some of the commonly asked questions, me and my boyfriend have been dating for two years. His family and I get along very well. His parents paid for the cruise for everyone. Edit two, so someone pointed out that it's actually called a yacht and not a cruise? It's his family's yacht, and his parents paid for us, meaning that they paid for the chefs, butlers, and the plane tickets to come out to that place. I didn't know that there was a difference. Minor detail, but yeah. I think you're not the asshole, considering the circumstances of this situation. Absolutely, no gift would have been better than what he gave you in front of everyone else there. This man is not blind. This man should be self-aware of the expectations of gifts and the social circle that he is in, which sounds to be exorbitantly wealthy. This is a social faux pas. This is degrading. This is not a good look on you, nor him. I would feel the same as you are if I were to be put in this situation, OP. I wouldn't feel appreciated. I feel like he's very much putting me down in front of his family. I don't think we can judge from this why he did this to you, but I feel bad for you, and I don't think you're an asshole for this. I think he is. And now in the comments, not the asshole. Normally I'd vote the other way and have a chat about entitlement, but holy crap girl, that was a pointed dig at you designed to make you feel less than. He did it publicly and in front of all of his family. I would nope the F out of that relationship. It's not about the cost of the gift, it's about everything else. Honestly, I think it's not about the cost of the gift. Stop supplying when it's something that is A, free, and B, everyone present knows that it's free and could go get one by themselves anytime they wanted. And OP says, the thing is, he's always been great. We've been dating for two years and he's never tried to make me feel less than. Maybe he forgot a gift? Someone suggested that. I want to believe that. I understand that you want to believe that, but why remember everyone and forget you? That is weird after two years too. Maybe just let it rest for a bit. See if he explains later and ask if he does not. If he really forgot, that would be embarrassing to admit. If he's otherwise a caring boyfriend, I would leave it for a day. Let him roast is the best way to get someone who's easily gets defensive out of their shell, in my experience. 
Act nice and cordial towards him, and don't be petty or give him more reasons to retract in his shell. If after 24 hours, he doesn't bring it up himself, ask him if you guys could talk and say, I appreciate the thought behind the present, but it hurt a little that the present was so impersonal, and I felt a little awkward because I felt other people were wondering too. Was there a reason why the present was rushed? I know it's hard being the bigger person when you know that he was a dick, but his defensiveness screams, I'm embarrassed about myself, I know I screwed up, and I'm trying to hide my weakness, rather than, I'm just a general dick. This is also going by your statement that he's usually a nice boyfriend. Not the asshole. Even though his family might be acting very nice towards you, they may be suspicious that you're only with your boyfriend for money. So this might have been a test and or a way of him proving to them that you don't care about material things. Yeah, it totally could have been a test. The problem is, tests like that aren't okay and only serve to show the character of the one performing it, not the one being tested. Yes and no. I can see the perspective of the family if it was a test, but the boyfriend went about it horribly. A gift lacking in monetary value should still be meaningful and sentimental. If the girlfriend chucked a fit at that, well then, that's the test working I guess. But here the boyfriend got an absolutely rubbish gift of no value to anyone, and the girlfriend was rightfully offended. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. And now, on to the update. Hey everyone, thanks for all your comments and theories. Some of them made me cry, some of them made me laugh, and some of them made me angry and confused. All of them helped me gain confidence to talk to my boyfriend about the situation. I straight up asked him about what went through his mind when he did that. I told him I've been thinking about it ever since we came back from the trip. Why was he even giving out gifts? Why did he give me that? Why did he think that it was okay? Actually, no one here guessed it right, and neither did I. He was giving out gifts because he wanted to give me a big gift, and I was supposed to be the last one. He actually managed to set up a day with me and this adorable cat that I follow on TikTok. The owner lives close near the harbor that we'd be stopping at, and I loved this cat since 2020 when we first started dating. I still stalk the page regularly. But the owner had backed out last minute, even after charging a crap ton. We were supposed to meet soon, but now he didn't have a gift for me and basically just got scammed. He said what he did was stupid, and he just took a bracelet out last minute to save face, but he realizes now that it was stupid. As for his comment, he apologized and said that he has no excuse. 
He said he was more angry with himself and the cat owner and took it out on me. I understood and forgave him because it was out of character and he knew that he wanted to do something nice for me. All's well that ends well, guys. We're moving past this. It sucks that I can't meet the little kitty, but this is a story that I will always remember. And now in the comments, weird as hell, but not the strangest thing that I've read on Reddit today. I hope they start a court case against the scammer. When I first read the original post, I was sure that it was going to be some weird power play. Very sweet to the boyfriend for trying to organize something so special. Yeah, I hope they pursue a court case against the scammer too. I'm a bit skeptical about the story, and pushing for a court case is the only thing that would ease the doubt. I've got to say, there is a huge difference between a cruise and a private yacht. I know, she doesn't know what a cruise is? Like, you can go on a cruise for a couple hundred. A private yacht with all the crew described is like a couple hundred thousand per week. I looked it up once out of curiosity. I think she knows what a cruise is, but didn't realize there was a different word for a private yacht. It might even be a super yacht, which would make the confusion make more sense. Like, I didn't realize that calling something a sports car equals supercar. I didn't even know what a supercar was. I was just calling all of them sports cars. Panicking and giving a garbage bracelet is hilarious and understandable. Telling her to be grateful and to stop complaining is genuinely shitty behavior. Yeah, that's the only thing that I didn't like at all. He screwed up, and when she asked, instead of validating her, he doubled down. All's well, it's not too big of a problem, just sucky. He could have just told the truth. He had something planned, it fell through, and he will make it up to her. But instead, he acts like a dick, and then embarrassed her in front of his family too. Hmm. Our next post is titled, I told my wife I would pick the kids over her any day. I have always been excited to be a father, and I wanted to make sure my child has a memorable childhood. So I started reading books and asking older men how they raised their kids and the mistakes they made. One of the things they told me was that they regret not spending more time with their kids. I can relate to that because my father was never really there for me before he left. So every day since my baby could crawl, I would play with him after work until he goes to sleep. On weekends, I would take him on a walk in his stroller, and I would play the piano for him when he gets back. I was really doing my best to make him happy, and I thought my wife would be happy too, but she wasn't. Yesterday, we had an argument, and she complained about how I'm not spending time with her anymore. I told her the reason we don't go on dates and we don't travel like we used to is because the baby is our priority now, and when he grows up, we'll have all the time in the world to ourselves. She then asked me to choose between her and the baby, and that's when I walked out. I came back a few hours later to get some sleep after playing with the baby, and that's when I replied to her and said, I would pick the kid over you anytime, any day. I love my wife, we were friends for almost 14 years before we got married, but we are also adults now and have responsibilities. Wow. I'm really getting a lot of hates and insults in my DMs. I'll talk to my wife later and we'll make a deal. Thanks for some of the really good advice here. I'm 26, and not only is this my first relationship, it's also my first taste of fatherhood, so I won't act like I know it all. My dad isn't here anymore, so I'm working this out on my own, and so far, the majority of the comments are people saying they hope my wife divorces me. But God is my strength, and I know that he won't put me to shame like he said in his words. 
and now in the comments. I hear what you're saying. In fact, if there's any emergency or anything wrong, you'd be a father to your kids before a husband to your wife. But for the rest of the time, there has to be a balance. Balance is the key. Not only for OP's marriage, but your child too. OP is the example of what a good relationship should be to his child. If he neglects the emotional needs of his partner, his child may pick up on that and think neglect in a relationship is normal. I know their child is young, so it's not a big deal right now, but long term, these examples matter. Might also just be taking her presence for granted. Then when she gets fed up of being neglected, she may ask for a divorce, which would screw up the child's parenting experience. And you don't realize how much you miss something until it's gone, so likely after a divorce, OP would see how much he effed up and miss his wife. Hopefully he takes some advice from the comments and betters his situation. A divorce would be bad for everyone involved, and he's trying to be a good dad. So hopefully it all works out, and he learns balance. This is such a bizarre black and white perspective on parenting. Why on earth should you stop nurturing your relationship with your wife because you also have a relationship with your child? Having kids is hard enough without imposing all of these rigid rules on yourself. Balance is key here. Apologize to your wife and realize that being a good father also includes being a loving partner. This post made me panic a bit. I love my significant other and I would love to have kids, but the idea of just being pushed to the side so easily for up to 18 years and then being expected to be okay or happy about it really hurt. This is making me really question having kids. He sounds too immature to be a husband or a father, to be honest. Yup, dude is what we call a showboat father. All of his actions are, look at me, I'm such a good father. Everything is everybody else's fault though, never his. He's going to lose it all soon if he doesn't figure his crap out. And now onto the update. My wife told me she won't have kids with me again because I'm not putting her first. How do I convince her to reconsider? I made a post on another sub, which was a bad idea. So someone referred me to this one. The other post has the backstory, but the summary is my wife feels like I'm spending way more time with our son than I do with her. I explained my reasons, but she has still insisted that I was being selfish with my time. She then gave me an ultimatum. She asked me to choose her or the kid, which was a stupid question to begin with. She stopped speaking to me for a few days, and then yesterday, she told me she won't be having kids with me ever again, and she meant it. I had an anxiety attack, and I went on my knees and begged her to reconsider. But it seems she is hell-bent on getting tubal ligation. I cried my eyes out on the way to work and back. How on earth do I convince an angry wife not to do this? I already told her that I'll change and spend more time with her, but she's ignoring me. And now in the comments... A lot of people struggle to find the balance between parenting and maintaining their relationship with their partner. Your last post made it sound like you have absolutely no intention of even trying to find that balance, and you expect your wife to be okay with being completely put off until your child is grown. That's not going to work, and will only lead to divorce. Wanting what's best for your child means nurturing the relationship between you and your son's mother. You can't honestly expect to completely neglect your marriage and expect your wife to still be there waiting for your time and attention once the child is grown. If you're not even interested in trying, your wife is absolutely making the right decision in not having more children with you. If you can't find a balance with one kid, you are not going to find it with more children who would further divide your time and attention. 
If you want to change your wife's mind, you're going to have to show her that you're willing to put in the time and effort into your marriage, and it might be too late for that based on your own words to your wife. Good luck. Just when you thought you'd found the dumbest guy on the internet, a new challenger rises to take the mantle. That kid is either going to grow up to be the biggest pampered asshole, or grow up hating his father for being one of those helicopter parents. Honestly, this seems like the kind of father who will lose all interest once the kid hits 3 to 5 and starts becoming their own little person. That's it exactly. Once he's old enough to disappoint OP, he'll move on to the next kid. Which is probably why he's so heartbroken that she decided not to have any more. Ew, it challenged me. I hate it. Quote, she can't leave me and she won't. It's not, it's not. The very essence of your being is to bear kids. I think those were quotes from comments. And that's where my brain screeched right off the road. At the beginning, you could have read this as an overexcited new parent with some parental abandonment trauma to work through. But nope. This guy is just a big bag of yikes. In addition to his wife, I also feel sorry for his child. OP seems the kind of smothering parent who's going to blow a fuse the minute his kid defies the Lord's plans. He'll be all surprised Pikachu when the kid grows up to be adamantly child-free, citing that kids destroy marriages as the main reason. There's about 52 flavors of ways that OP's going to mess this kid up, and he's 100% going to try to collect them all like Pokemon. I've actually seen this marriage and child-rearing situation play out with a friend that I've known since school. The kid is now an adult in her late 30s. She's a lovely person, but she can't separate herself from her dad. All the men she dates are controlling and treat her like a little princess, but become nasty when they turn on her. She struggles to hold down a job because her dad swoops and bails her out when things get tough, or he builds her up so much that she thinks most jobs are beneath her. Her father is unable to form lasting adult relationships because his only hobby is keeping his daughter happy. No woman wants to go on a date and spend an hour looking at his photo albums. The mother left years ago when the daughter was a teen, for a myriad of obvious reasons. And that's where I'm going to end this one today, guys. I do hope you enjoyed. If you did, let me know what you thought of it down below, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.